Hello, you're listening to Rosie and Jessica's Day of Fun, episode 87, Mice and Ratatouille, a Disneyland special. Enjoy the show. I'm Rosie. I'm Jessica. And you're listening to Rosie, Rosie and, and Jessica's, Jessica's Day, Day of, of Fun, Fun. Disney special. Special, 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 special. Hi, Rosie. How are you today? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? I'm sorry, I probably shouldn't drink tea so close to the microphone. I'm delighted because it's such an October morning. It's really kind of grey and manky. Well, it's lovely and rainy in my perspective. It's all oh. snuggly. I had a slice of toast with my breakfast because I was like, it's a special morning. Yes, well, this is our Disneyland special because, as you may know, we were in Disneyland Paris just over a week ago. Just over a week ago, which is why there was not an episode last week. So we're in the Magic Kingdom. The happiest place on earth. Jessica, earlier this year, just said, uh, said you want to go to Disneyland with me this year? And it was the best question I've ever been asked. Fair, I'm glad to be of assistance. I'd never been to Disneyland before. Neither had I. Uh, in fact, I hadn't been to a theme park since I think I went to Legoland when I was 15. Yeah, I've done Legoland a couple of times. Park Asterix, Thought Park. I went to Thought Park last year. And I've certainly never stayed at a theme park before. Nothing Disney-related, you may know. Uh, We love Disney. Love Disney. So we went on the Eurostar, and that was very exciting. Through the channel. Chuck, 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 chuck. Uh, We had to change in Lille, where I took advantage of their free station Wi-Fi. Remembered that French train stations, the announcements are preceded by the most jaunty little... Announcement noise. Patron of the week. Thinking, I've heard that. I've heard that before. What is I it? Oh, that's ours. That's is. our jingle. I'll sing that one. But it's like, boo, 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 boo. and then we went on a double decker train because they've got those. In I France. love a double decker train. I know it's so exciting. Why don't we have those here because our infrastructure is poorly invested. Fair. Um, we were on the top deck, which is exciting, and we went off to. Disneyland Paris, and then accidentally went in the wrong direction and ended up in a car park, but then found the hotel and was really close. <laughs> well, you know, it's nice. We got to like see some of the car village. park. Village. We saw a travelator. Yeah, we got to we went a on a travelator. Uh, and then we were staying in Disney's Hotel New York, uh, which is themed around New York. They have a bar that serves a cocktail called a Fred Astaire, but they also have one that is a, called a Fraggle Rock. It's mostly beer. Ugh. 1664 premium strawberry syrup yeah it was just so horrendous mint mojito syrup did you take a picture some of it? sort of other liqueur no i looked up online the other day because i was trying to describe it to someone and i couldn't remember and it's not even just called fraggle rock it's called like fragile rock well yeah so we were staying in what they call the village which is just on the edge of the park so it's a very gentle stroll into the two parks where we spent four days Jessica, what were your highlights of our Disneyland trip? Well, I liked the light show in the evening. Yes. That was lovely. I saw that twice. With the fireworks. I enjoyed the parade. Mm -hmm. And I was impressed by the um, stealthy writing of the song because you listen to it like seven or eight times and you think you're going to have your holiday ruined by the fact that you're going to have that in your head for four days, and then you can't remember it. Instantly, you forget it, so that's clever. We saw the parade twice, so I now remember it, but it's not stuck in my head. I just, if I think, oh, I'll sing the parade song now. Magic on parade. Yes. But I can't remember all of it. It's very, very clever. I couldn't sing the Halloween one to you at all, because they have two parades, because they have their daily big parade, and then they have a little mini Halloween one three times in the day, because we were there for their Halloween festival. 
or Halloween, as they were calling it. I can sing the Halloween one. I very much enjoyed the parade because uh, we saw it on the Tuesday afternoon and the Thursday afternoon. And obviously on Wednesday, that was the day at which the princesses said, we're too cold, we need to switch to our winter parade outfits. Because on Thursday they all came out, long sleeves, but like themed, they had beautiful new costumes, um, thick capes. Elsa had like a much bulkier cape. Tinkerbell was in her little green fur jacket. Yeah, that's cute. The ugly sisters do not get new outfits, but they do wear a kind of taupe turtleneck. <laughs> they're, they're yeah, they get like a... A bit of uh, like power netting. When you get up close, you see that there is a lot of power net because it was pretty chilly on that first day we were there. Yeah, I guess their their costumes are so specific and they're not kind of redesigned for every different range like yeah. the princesses are. So the princesses get a version, whereas the ugly sisters just get the just get an extra layer, I guess. Yeah, I really enjoyed the parade because it it starts with the, a float with the magic characters. So the Blue Fairy and the Fairy Godmother and Merlin, and they're on a Once Upon a Time book. And then Queen Elsa and Anna come, and they're on a really cool float, which is them on the front. And every so often Anna would freeze in the little position she gets frozen in at the end, and then Elsa would sort of zap her, and she'd unfreeze. Yeah, that was cute. Uh, on the back of their float was uh, Flynn and Rapunzel. On a swing. And he, they, all of the actors and characters are attached to the float so they can't fall off but mostly you yeah can't they're sort of it. harnessed in except flynn who they clearly can't hide his harness so he's just got a rope tying him to a tree that makes him look like he was he's... just sort of tied to a tree <laughs> he's kept there but i can guarantee you that he's not kept there because uh the next day i saw him dressed as a farmer in the halloween parade and my dreams are shattered <laughs> like flynn rider eugene that was that was eugene he's going straight he's acting in a parade he's like joining in with the citizens the light show is lovely it's very clever they do it projected all onto the castle and they have these screens that are sprays of water to do projections either side and then there are pyrotechnics and fountains and lasers and it's really cool and it's got lots of bits from lots of different films and they they work with the, the shape of the part of the castle for the projections so even, which is clever even when it's a different building they turn it into notre dame or rapunzel's tower and ratatouille appears yeah, that was nice. The only improvement I could make on it, but at the same time I would disapprove of it happening, is if uh, when Rapunzel's lanterns floated up, two actual lanterns floated out of the top of it. But they are very environmentally unfriendly. Mm. So, correct decision, Disney. But how magical would it have been? They could have, like, tethered ones. Yeah, they could have had tethered ones, and then they, the light goes out, you can't see them anymore, and they're winched back in again. Given that Disneyland Paris has the world's largest tethered balloon... For no reason. True. Which we had True. to walk past every day and we just thought, what, what is this? Does it move? No, no, no. It's just a giant tethered balloon. Well, we got to experience the new part of Disneyland Paris in the Walt Disney Studios uh, Park area, which is, they've just got a little Parisian side little square, uh, which has the new Ratatouille ride where you are scuttling through uh, Gusteau's kitchen with Remy. Oh, it's lovely. Um, I think it even smells like Paris. It's really cute. But I don't know whether that's just my mind supplying that smell. There were a range of smells in the park. Did you notice that? (laughs) Everywhere was just a different smell. Do you think they've very carefully done that? So in Main Street, USA... Well, you couldn't move a popcorn smell near the castle. The hotel smelled odd like not bad it's smelt of whatever they decided like chosen to send it in whatever um glade plug in they'd got that week well the as soon but as strong. you walked in there was strong. a perfumey smell and then i realized that they sell a hotel new york perfume um but the lifts Why do you want to really smell, like smell that? weird like not unpleasant not like bodily yeah just too strong too strong um but paris however that little bit 
uh, I say Paris, people would say, oh, you're going to go to Paris on your way? No, I'm just going to Disneyland. Why would I have been to Paris? I yeah, I, I got asked that a lot. I was like, no, Disney. And yeah, they have this little sort of fake square, which has, uh, there's the big sign that says Gusto's above, which you see as you're approaching, which is very nice. And you go in and the ride, the Ratatouille ride, is your little rat going through Gusto's kitchen with Remy and they're trying to get you in. There's a bit where you go in the fridge and it's cold and then uh, it smells of food. And then they fire a champagne cork in your face, which was alarming. But mainly in that bit, they actually have Shay Remy, which is the uh, bistro he sets up at the end of Ratatouille. And we went there for dinner, and it's amazing because that is a rat restaurant, a rat restaurant. It was so well done. They have perfectly recreated it as human-sized things. So um, bafflingly good. Um, there's a, I've read a lot about Disneyland Paris uh was very ambitious when it opened, which means they've never quite had the money to do a lot of rejuvenation or um, new investments. But this is a very new bit, and it it really uh, shows that they've put a lot of care into it because they have made the rat-sized restaurant human size. So Jessica was sitting on... The chairs look like they are bent out of the wire tops of champagne corks, and the cocktail umbrellas... Yes. Uh, the Table umbrellas are made from cocktail umbrellas. Parasols. Yes. The booths are separated by dinner plates. The lighting is all giant fairy lights in a giant colander to make a, a chandelier. And the food was amazing. The food was good. I had the ratatouille and it was delicious, as you'd hope. But, you know, uh, uh, okay, so they don't replicate the version from the film, which I guess is fair, because that is that thinly sliced. That would be very, very complicated to do on that scale to just have as a casual side dish with every everything that but, you get yeah, served every main course comes with a ratatouille and it's beautifully flavoured I mean there are a really nice blend of herbs going on uh, and I had a steak then I had the Chef Gusto special which was this amazing kind of lemon shuban affair that did look incredible it was really good well then then our other dining experience the next day was we had lunch with the princesses <gasps> It was super exciting. And the mice. And the, the mice, because it's Cinderella's dining room. Not Jack and Gus Gus. I don't know what the girl mice are called, but it was the girl mice. Yes. Wait, oh, it says so on the menu because it's. I. it looked really weird. It looked like it was somebody's birthday and they... Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> P- Pearl and... Like Lucy. Somebody. I can't remember. Sophia or something. Yes. But, um, something like that. Yeah, it's not Jack and Gus Gus. Uh, <laughs> I just really like saying Gus Gus. Um, so you, you go and have uh, lunch and the, the princess's and a prince come to your table and you can stop and have photos and we did that on our um on the thursday so the princesses we met were princess ariel uh yep rapunzel the and... best ones by the way yes yes you did very well on your really favorites. lucked out those are, yeah and cinderella and prince charming which is very cute because they came around as pair and obviously it is cinderella's house so it yeah. made sense and uh and her two lady mice and i have worked out that some of the the sort of head costumes like the big almost mascot suits like the mickey goofy ones not so keen on but the squishy ones like the mice very pro they were really cute because <laughs> they're uh they're non-verbal but they come yep. they come up to your table if they're just steal your, your sunglasses <laughs> steal your sunglasses and then walk away for quite some time but not your sunshine no and it was really funny because i Jessica was facing, we, we were at a table on the edge of the room and I was facing out into the room and Jessica was facing me. So I could see the mice and they kept coming and sort of patting Jessica on the head, um, which I found amazing because uh, Jessica's not you're not necessarily one of life's joineries. Not the most, yeah. And I, what I find most confusing is that the, the green mouse came to talk to me 
I looked back around to Rosie for a second and then I was aware of a mouse stealing my sunglasses and then the purple mouse returned my sunglasses and I hadn't realised that they had swapped places Yeah, whereas I, I had seen away. this whole little mine go on um, and then they would come in sort of gesture at us and, and then uh, the green mouse pointed at my jumper because I was wearing a green jumper and then she beckoned me up for a big cuddle and that was lovely and food there, also very good um, the pudding had Cinderella's face on it. Oh yeah, it did. Um, my my dinner was delicious and made for me special. By it the was chef. so good for to you. <laughs> One of the waiters came up and he had the menu, um, but a special printout that showed the, the every possible allergy, the, the, you the allergy have. spreadsheet. Um, and you could say, "Well, I'm not having that." And yeah, and then they brought you. They made you a sort of amazing vegetable main, and you could have one of the it starters. And so delicious. Yeah, and. Uh, and all of the princesses are nice British girls like us, who have been imported in. Shipped in from Pineapple Studios, Covent Garden. One day I will go and audition. I think I pass for younger. It's now a bit terrible, I think. Too old. Missed my opportunity. Can't have a 27-year-old <laughs> princess. Haggard. No, they're all like 17. You've missed your window. I'm going to say they're like 22. <laughs> okay. Some of them aren't. Ariel's 16. Yeah. Snow White's 14. Weird, isn't it? Betty Boop's 13. Think on that. What? Betty Boop's 13? Yeah. Betty Boop is supposed to be a teenager. Sorry to have ruined your Sunday. Jeez Louise. But we weren't just there for the food, were we? I went on my first roller coaster. How did you find that, Rosie? Okay, well, firstly, we went on what I would describe not as a roller coaster, but like as a a theme park ride. Well, so we went on lots of like kiddie coasters and things. We did a lot of kiddie coasters and kiddie rides. A lot of things the way you sit in a little pretend car or rocket or, I don't know, elephant that extends on an arm like a slice and then you hang your socks on to dry and you go up and you go round very gently. Also on that note, the elephant ride broke briefly while we were on it. Uh, it just it didn't break so much as it got stuck. And very, had to very, be very briefly. The arms didn't come back down. So we kind of got two goes, which is good. See also carousel with man holding baby, which is not, not allowed apparently. Or people so we basically messing about in boats. We got two goes in the carousel. But the, the Dumbo one was, they, when it comes to a stop, the elephants are meant to gently go to the ground again, but they didn't. So you just heard the phrase, da, 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 elephants dropping and whack. Uh, it was quite alarming. Also, elephant dropping is <laughs> hilarious. What I'm saying is we went on this RC racer thing, which is a kind of, <clears throat> I'd say two thirds, three quarters of a circle uh, with the gap at the top, yeah. and you start at the uh, the bottom in the base, and the car goes back and forth and starts doing the loop. And I didn't really building care up for momentum that. and getting further around the wheel each time because uh, it was okay when you got to the top when you'd gone forward, but when you went backwards, you then sort of slightly hover, and when you got to the top of it, it you were over ninety degrees, and so you were sort of tipping. Uh, I felt I was looking into my imminent death. Um, the scream that I produced, like I. It, it really I think I got some things out I really agree with Kimmy's mom on the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt <laughs> I mostly just laughed hysterically at the man behind me who as we got to the top of the, sort of the first really really big swoop at, um, going back which I, I've changed my mind and this was one of the this was the first morning we were in the park which meant we had plenty of time throughout the week to if we joined a queue to go to the loose got on a carousel <laughs> something very sedate i've changed my mind um but i did that and i felt great afterwards although my knees were <laughs> weak weak i say and it didn't help that we then did a ride where jessica pulled the bar down too low and uh my <laughs> legs <clears throat> i have i have slightly longer legs than jessica they're taller and so i was stuck sort of with my legs sticking out because they were not there was not enough room for them <laughs> to be seated normally and then there were several rides where because of the angle the car was at you slid slowly into one corner 
<laughs> so we that were... was one of them. I just slid right across. Anyway, even though you were you were allegedly anchored in place, I just slid right under the bar. Well, no, the thing is, like, I glided along. I just couldn't. I just couldn't rotate to my hips. I couldn't put my legs in a normal seated <laughs> position. So I looked like a bullfrog. <laughs> Uh, but then we went on what I would describe as a, a traditional roller coaster, which is the Aerosmith themed question mark. That was the best ride. Rock and roller coaster. It's the rock and roller coaster featuring Aerosmith. Right next to an Armageddon themed ride. What do they have on Disney? But you can't see what that's going to be like because it's in the dark. So I was a bit like, Ooh, okay. And as you go in, you see the cars shoot off very fast. And I thought, I really have changed my mind. But when you're actually in the car, it doesn't feel that fast. And I realized quite quickly that I did not need to, like, there was not going to be quite so much feeling I was about to die. So I just kind of sat back and really enjoyed myself. It was it was very smooth. Mm. And there weren't any um, drops. Really? There was only one bit where I felt we kind of went, I think we twisted and I felt briefly like oh, I was upside down. That would have been the bit where we were upside down. Um, but there weren't any um, sudden uh, plummet. Like there are a few bits where you sort of, you, you drop a bit, but no no plummeting head first. Which once you're going is fine, but I, it's just that stomach feeling where it's like... Like the rest of your body like is hurtling, your but your stomach hasn't quite got there, so it's free floating inside your body. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Like a lovely jellyfish. Although we did have that before we left. Um, our cousin just just said, said, oh, you have to go on Aerosmith. It's really cool. You're basically, I was just like having an amazing time, basically just floating, listening to Aerosmith. And I was, I was watching it taking off. I was thinking, Harriet, please don't tell me you've like <laughs> oversold the gentleness of this ride. And then we took us like, oh my God, I totally get it. It's like a yeah. magical experience. Because it's in the dark. So you as, can't as we watch people like being flung away from us at like 60 miles an hour being slammed into the back of their chairs and um, it was amazing yeah i, I, I would have I, happily gone straight it. back on it and now i feel like i can do more roller coasters not like huge yes. huge one and not there's one at thought park where you don't have a seat underneath you you're just hanging no thank you madam i would like to be solidly uh, like, encased yeah, yeah, yeah. in a car i just want to like swarm yeah or yeah like... we didn't do any way your legs where your legs are just hanging everything you climb into a car and then I want to be locked in the car. So on the um, on the RC racer, you put or whatever it's called, you put your bag in a little um, foot locker. Yeah. And on Aerosmith, you just put your bag by your feet. This yep. is a new one to me. I don't think I've ever taken a bag on a roller coaster just before. So, like I've got a huge rucksack. Yeah, just like, put it under your feet. I kind of was like I was I was waiting for them to say, "Oh no, you put your bags here," or we'll look after like, them, or or being like spotting the place where you stow your bag. No, no. You just put them on the floor and then you, well, I put mine sort of behind my feet and jam them, wedge them in between my feet and the, the, like the back of the, the underneath side of the chair. But then you take off and I think the G-force is such, or like it's what, no, the centrifugal force as you're flung around the corners is such that everything is pressed into the car. So I yeah. don't think anything would have flat anyway. But I'm really glad I took my glasses off. Yes, strong choice. Because I had terrible, I mean, visions I wouldn't have been able to have the visions of doing it a roller coaster. I mean, like, oh, that was great, but uh, you're going to have to turn the roller coaster off and start scrabbling around on the floor underneath it because I have lost my lunettes. <laughs> um, okay, shall we talk about the best moment of the Disneyland trip? Yeah, let's go for it. Okay. Um, we met Stitch. Rosie lost her mind. I think I kept it that together it. pretty well. So anyway, so we queued for an hour, which was the longest we queued for anything and but I... it, it was occasionally like queuing with a small child Jessica Jessica we're going to see Stitch in a second every time we're back do you think you'll remember me Jessica Stitch again <laughs> yeah I... I couldn't I got to the point where I couldn't work out if you were doing it on purpose or not like when Rapunzel said she'd see us in the parade <laughs> yeah and then it and wasn't like, that wait, Rap- wait will, it, will it actually will it actually be Rapunzel it's like no, I, 
I I can't tell if you're joking or not. I don't. I mean, that was like a knowledgeable question. I I think I framed it. You don't always get to meet Stitch because he's not always uh, doing a meet and greet, if you will. But because we could was... have met Daisy Duck in the afternoon. How dare you? Um, because he <laughs> was doing the Halloween costume corner. He was there for a couple of hours every morning, and we queued up. And eventually, after an hour, I got to meet him, and he gave me the biggest hug. And he was so good at hugging people. Like he just, he really went for it. And we got to watch him interact with people. It's easy to be a good hugger if you're wearing a giant blue suit. He was really squishy. Did you get a hug? Uh, yeah. Um, it was really squishy. And uh, he really liked my Stitch pin badge. And then I showed him my cuddly toy Stitch that I carry on holiday. It was my little cuddly Stitch. And he got really excited and he rocked it like a baby. And then he held him up like Simba in The Lion King on Pride Rock. And then we got loads of pictures. And then Jessica uh, came in. And it was the greatest day of my life. Apart from the bit where he went for his break. And he came back a moment later. And Jessica turned to me and went, so there are two Stitches, right? <laughs> well, that is too quick a turnaround. What was he doing? Was he literally just going around the corner, standing in the dark for a second, coming back? He had had different handlers. You know what he did? He went round to uh, find his other handlers. He took his head off, had a sip of water. Yeah, then his behaviour was different. I got really paranoid. Basically, my interaction with Stitch was perfect, and I met Stitch. And nothing (laughs) could take it away from me. Not even you and and Rapunzel's lies. She sits on a throne of lies. She smells like beef and cheese. She didn't. She didn't. I didn't really smell her. She was really cute. I I did not. She was adorable, but I did not sniff Rapunzel at any point. That would have been weird. She's really cool because she said, are you going to stand like me? Because she does a little Rapunzel stand with her foot up and her hands on her hips. And I did. Yeah. And we saw the parade and we saw the lights and I bought a Dory sweatshirt and we bought pin badges and it was great fun. And we bought sequined ears. Oh, yes. Which we wore a lot. Obviously. Yes. I really liked the train. I like the train to get there, the train that goes around the park. I like the day that we were a bit tired, so we just were hobos and rode the Disneyland rail <laughs> twice around. We, we rode the rails. <laughs> so we're like, mm, tired now. I'm just going to sit on this train and then uh, get off when we need to go to the loo. You can see you can see the park from it. It's nice. Yeah, there's a bit where you can see some pirates. We found Wandering Oaken's trading post, except it was closed. Yeah, because loads of Frontierland is closed up and it's a bit weird because they still had Minnie and Mickey meeting there, but I felt like it was a ghost town. It kind of fitted because it's a... Played it, played into the situation because it was like an abandoned mining town. But I had a great time. Thank you for going on holiday with me, Jessica. You're very welcome. Top fives! Top fives! Today we are going to be doing our top five Disney songs. Songs from Disney films. Uh, you may know... Oh, I love songs from Disney films. Uh, we had quite a few. Although actually the songs that they played on a loop in Main Street were all uh, not Disney songs. <laughs> They were like Alexander's. They were all very. You got trouble, my friend. Just trouble. That's got your T that rhymes with P. That stands for pool. That kind of. I was expecting the music band to pop up. Um, Really, I was expecting to look around at any moment and see tiny, tiny lisping Ron Howard talking about new musical instruments. I feel that way all the time, though. Would you like to begin now? Let's talk about some overlaps. I think two. I think... when I when I went towards it, I thought probably going to be we're probably just going to have the same list, mm. but I think only two actually. Now I've written it. Okay, maybe three. But... Uh, now I would just like to say I've gone your classic Disney films. Some are, some have live action elements. I've got no Pixar. So number one is I see the light from Tangled. Okay, mm, because lovely. it's lovely. And in the light show, 
that was the bit where they had the lanterns going up and you mainly got Rapunzel and Flynn projected but as they were singing you got projections of almost every other Disney prince and princess couple dancing and it yeah. was really sweet it was very romantic um, yeah that was nice that was a nice bit of the, of the it's pretty much thing. the only time we saw Tiana but... yeah she used to be in the parade I discovered the Dis- uh, on the YouTube parade. the Paris parade is on YouTube from a couple of years ago and she's in the parade okay good so yeah but you know what Belle, Belle wasn't in the parade either Oh, no, that's true. And she's French. And she is your actual French person. So, yeah, that's my first one. I see the light with the lovely lanterns, which is very, very similar to Kiss the Girl from Little Mermaid because they're in the boat. Oh, yeah. And it's like, oh, floating stuff around. And then they get interrupted. Just add something to one of my mentions. <laughs> Number two. Number two. Almost there. And when we're human from The Princess and the Frog. So I really like them both, and I thought if I put them in the same category, then I can get, I can get both of them onto the list and still have five. Sneaky, but I like it. Sneaky, but yeah. I've only seen the Princess and the Frog once. I love the Princess and the Frog, and it's like all the music is like Doctor John and New Orleans jazz, and it's like really cool. Yeah, it's good. It's good. And Mabel Evangeline is is good as well. When the, the 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 light the light bug, what the hell are they called? Lightning bug. No. <clears throat> Firefly. Maybe he is. Firefly, take when he's singing land, to the star. Take my land, take me where I can't stand. That's next up on the list. Okay. Disney's not, but Firefly. Really want to watch that now. <laughs> Disney's Firefly. Uh, number three. Number three. Number three. A Whole New World from Aladdin. Clichéd, maybe, but it's it's a strong song. Probably my favourite song, so... sung on a carpet. Yeah. I would be terrified on a flying um, carpet. When We're Human is my favourite song featuring, featuring a crocodile. Unless he's an alligator. He's an alligator. I'm guessing there's some sort of magical force field that makes you not die of like wind chill and exposure. Because it's the ripply bit. I would. F- oh, I mean, it's a mag- I probably don't need to worry about that, do I? Yeah, the words magic I think are important in the um, understanding of the experience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Number four. Number four. Part of your world from the Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. See previous comment about Alan Menken. Yep. And what was his writing partner called? Howard, Howard Ashman. Ashman. Thank you. Yes, because they wrote that one together. Um, and number five, King of New York from Newsies. Okay. Uh, yeah. Excellent. Excellent stuff. I was so I was so overjoyed yesterday when I suddenly went, oh my God, Newsies is Disney. Because I was really going down like the animated route in the Disney Renaissance. And yeah, me suddenly too. remembered. That is, that's my favourite. Wow. Do you know what, Jessica? No overlaps. No overlaps. Wow. No overlaps. Number one. Number one. Number one. Oh, it's really difficult not to sing. I am on my way. I can go the distance. That's actually coincidentally next on my list only because it appears at the top of the honourable mentions. Mm. <laughs> that was nearly a top five. That was nearly a top five. I need to rewatch Hercules because I watched it. We rented it from Vidbiz, our favourite video rental store. And then I got it on DVD on a three, four, like £15 pounds, uh, when I was sad in my second year of university. And I watched it. And uh, all I remember is that on Twitter, I slut shamed Meg and I'm very sorry for this. And I need to rewatch it and reassess my feelings on it. That's fair. But this song is amazing. And look, it's the Big I Wish song. It actually doesn't... It could be a failing in the context of the film that it could be so easily ported into any other film because it's not particularly specific. And I don't just mean lyrically. No, it's not. Like, it's it, any Disney hero could, or heroine could sing it. But do you know what? That's what makes it a great song. That's fine. In fact, all of the Wish songs are... The, the I Want songs are largely interchangeable. Yeah. And a lot of them have the words... I want. I want to be where the people are. I want to see, want to see Ted dancing, pouring those drinks in that bar. What's it called again? Cheers. Cheers. 
it's my friend John's version. Uh, but yeah, Go the Distance, what a great song. Number two. Number two. Okay, I don't really like The Little Mermaid all that much, uh, but I nearly had two songs from it on my top five. <gasps> Get out. You know this about me. It's just not my favourite. Uh- <laughs> I don't like the animation of Ariel. I find her bug-eyed. Um, but Poor Your Unfortunate bug-eyed. Souls is such a great villain song. <laughs> I mean, this is... It's based on, like, Ursula's based on Divine. It's very draggy. Uh, You'll have your looks. Yeah, pretty face. (laughs) This also um, is down down there, up there, with uh, Be Prepared from The Lion King and the kind of really great belty villain song. But I just love... Which I don't remember at all. I just saw it in a... I did did the usual researching. Just just quick uh, list of Disney films, just in case I forgot anything. And uh, one of them is Be Prepared for the Mikey. I don't remember it at all. I only remember it because we used it in one of our pantos at university. Right. <laughs> um, I've only Fair. seen The Lion King once. Well, I, know, I'm not a, I don't get The Lion King love. Maybe I would now. I've seen it a couple of times. Lions. As I said, he says he just can't wait to be king, but it's a hereditary position and then he's sad when his dad dies. You brought this on yourself, Simba. Um, poor unfortunate souls. <laughs> if you want to cross the bridge, my sweet, you've got to pay the toll. Amazing. I play that quite a lot in my room. Put on my five-inch heels, do a little bit of a... Anyway, number three. Of course you do. Number three. Let's get down to business. To defeat. Oh my god, that's an amazing song. The Hun. I actually really like a lot of Mulan songs. This, obviously, is the go-to. It's um, one of our mum's favourite songs ever. And she she likes to play it in the kitchen. It is just an amazing song. Uh, How can you not love this song so much? You can't not love it. And also, can I just say, I really love the irony that it's all like, be a man. And then um, the whole uh, theme running through it is they're all attempting to um, achieve one particular task, namely getting, climbing to the top of that telegraph pole to get Holding that, the weights. That arrow out of it. Um, and, then, and then the girl is the only one who manages it. You must be swift. As- and at the end, when the, it goes kind of, um, it's, it's just the voices and the animation is really good and it's got them all in formation doing their fighting. It's a very beautiful section of the film. It looks all parchmenty. Number four. How does she know? A uh, bit of Enchanted in here. How does everyone know this song? Exactly. I mean, that is why. Obviously, it's a great song. The great thing about Enchanted is that it both manages to parody Disney's canon and the construction and all the songs, but while adding really great... It, it's knowing, but it's not... Mean. It's yeah, it's, it's winking it's thoroughly. But it's the balance of wink and sincerity. Um, and yet it's the, the bit with McDreamy being like... Why are you all singing? singing? And they do this parade through Central Park. So every time I'm in Central Park, which is rare, admittedly, if I think about it. <laughs> all <laughs> the time. Every day I go through Central Park and they have a big walk and she's Giselle's in her amazing dress. And then that's the section of the film where Prince Edward shouts, Giselle! And then gets run over by all those cyclists. Ah, uh, hilarious. Number five. R-E-S-C-U-E Rescue Society Head held high, touch the sky You mean everything to me R-E-S-C-U-E Rescue Society Not a bell courageous, are we? At one point during our trip, I turned to Jessica and said You know what this could do with more of? The Rescuers an underrated classic. I rewatched it. In fact, we both yeah. rewatched it in that one week separately, uh, a couple of weeks ago. And that song, as Jessica is well aware, uh, has only recently stopped making me cry on every listen to. And she used to be able to just sing it at me and I would burst into tears. Um, but it's very sweet. And I love that song so much. And I love the rescuers. And they're all bundled up for me. Uh, Bernard is great now that you're, I'm more aware of who Bob Newhart is. I know. I was like, oh my God, it's Bob Newhart. 
last yeah, time I watched like... it, which is not that long ago. So I had no idea that was Bob Newhart. And then, um, yeah, just Miss Bianca's fabulous, and she's just like minces in in her fur coat and it's just great and it's the way Bernard he's the caretaker and he, everyone says hello to him because he's obviously very good at his job and well known and then he, as they sing the anthem he's outside with his he, his hat on his heart and it, I find that very moving <laughs> he's wearing a large roll neck jumper small lives of quiet desperation really gets me <laughs> good lord honourable mentions and then Penny gets adopted and then she takes the cat with her and then she gets Teddy back and it's great and there's the amazing bit where she peels off her eyelashes not not the little girl, but you know, everyone, not Penny. Miss Medusa feels off her eyelashes, and every time anyone has ever taken I, off false eyelashes, either of us takes off a pair of eyelashes. No, I think you're right to say anyone. I can't. If you take off false eyelashes and you don't think about Miss Medusa peeling off her eyelashes and stretching our eyelids, you are not living, my friend. <laughs> I mean, should we do some honourable mentions? <laughs> I've got loads, so I think I'm just going to have to rattle through. So should we do a back and forth? Yep. Yeah. Go the distance. Let it go. Yes. Also, same. Yeah. Uh, couldn't not have that but you know it's great but it doesn't need to be on one jump ahead of the headband do one swing, swing ahead of the sword. sword yeah i've got that too candle on the water from pete's dragon never seen it but it was on my disney experience tape and i found it very wow. moving as a nine-year-old i love that tape so much fair um under the sea under the sea did you have that uh no, you didn't. no because i had kiss the girl and i prefer that as a sebastian number yeah so that i've got kiss the girl uh, Fixer Upper, sung by the, the trolls from Frozen. But mainly for the presence of the sassy baby troll. Who only gets two lines, but I think is one of the best characters in the film. I don't see no <laughs> ring. Really. Be our guest. Correct. Uh, I like Just Can't Wait to Be King. Yeah, no, it's a good song. I also really enjoyed that uh, when we were watching the the light show, Disney Dreams, Disney Magic, whatever it's called, um, the, the entire crowd joined in with um, the opening of Circle of Life, even though no one knows the words. That's every, everyone just makes sounds that they think sound is the vague lyrics. And then that turned into Just Can't Wait to Be King. And I really felt like that was the one people were singing along with because suddenly it was a bit jaunty and, and everyone knows the words. And it's sort of instructions like, everybody look left, uh, everybody, everybody look, look right. right. I was aware that that was sort of the one where all the, all the dads with small people on their shoulders were sort of jumping up and down. Yeah. Friend Like Me from Aladdin. Yes. Now, my Disney Experience tape didn't have that, but my friends did. And sh- But then mine had Won't Say I'm In Love and hers didn't. And I felt that it really spoke to our characters that we wanted the other song. Because I was like, I want this silly jaunty number. And she wanted like the, the romantic song. Yeah. Friend Like Me, great song. I Won't Say I'm In Love, great song. That is a great song. Uh, Zero to Hero from Hercules. Oh, great. Or possibly a, or possibly a Star is Born. No, Zero or to Hero is Possibly both, both of them. Zero to Hero is better because it has the really gospel, like, who puts the glad in gladiator? But Hercules. Bibbidi bobbidi boo. It's really short, but the Cinderella animation is not very good. I found it quite boring or just a bit weird, um, but I really like this bit, and it's suddenly go, ah, a fun song. Da, 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 da. I enjoy it. Bibbidi bobbidi boo. And Helena Bonham Carter singing it over the credits of the live action one. Unusual. Unusual, but quite entertaining. Beauty and the Beast. Uh, sung by Dame Angela Lansbury. God bless her. Actually, that was not the one I was going to go for from Beauty and the Beast, but it's good, so let's leave it in there and what I'll do another one. Go for? <laughs> um, the, there must be something there that wasn't there before, yeah. which I always blend in with the first song, which is where she's walking through the... Bell. There goes the baker with a tray, tray like, like always. always. 
Now, my favorite thing about that is that if Same you listen, for him to you can hear the townspeople saying really weird things in the background, like this one that going, I need six eggs! That's too expensive. And then at the very end, you hear somebody shrieking, you call this bacon! And <laughs> I love that person who assesses the quality of bacon so much. Um, but so yeah, much something there. Da, 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 da. It's very nice. That that is the one that is always on my mental jukebox, but with no words, just bum 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 bum. I would like to slip Gaston into the honourable mentions because it has the bit about five dozen eggs. And I was a lad, I ate five dozen eggs every morning to help me grow large. But now that I'm grown, I eat five dozen eggs. So I'm roughly the size of a bunch. And he uses antlers in all of his decorating. Once Upon a Dream, from Tchaikovsky, but actually right. it's, it's better. And I watched da, The Ballet of Sleeping da, Beauty. Da, it came da, earlier in the ballet than I was expecting it. It's very nice. And what I like about Sleeping Beauty is it's the first film where the prince has a personality. and you actually, In fact, the princess does. And there's a bit where she's dancing with an owl in a hat. I'm very into that. Yes. I always <laughs> remember old Disney princes as just being sort of faces that pop up. And then actually, oh no, they actually do have personalities often because the princess is otherwise disposed being a asleep or be mute um so the princess to do all the talking not so like, much oh, in snow white the snow white prince doesn't even have a name and he looks quite a lot like liza minnelli he's a very beautiful yes he does delicate i think face. that's who i think of and then i just project that onto all the others like eric's great fun and uh yeah prince phillips in prince philippe sorry otherwise you get prince philip and that's very different that's um, conjured up a very wrong image prince ali fabulous he ali Barbara. great Everybody. I want to be like you from the Jungle Book. Mm, ubi do, substitute sheary locomotion. Oh, strong. Yes. Yeah. Well, I, I, I'd only wanted to put one from Benoms and Broomsticks. I've dropped my pen, and I went for that one. Well, Eglantine's really good, uh, but this is the one that, that, yeah. Traguna, Macoides, and Deborum Satis D. That, yeah, that is that is hands down the best one. And like Bob along singing a song. Baby sister informed that I was not allowed to watch the end of Bedlam's Room Six because it would freak me out. Well, where are the suits of armor come? Suits of armor come to life. Yeah, not because I I was a Nazi sympathizer as a child. <laughs> I was upset <laughs> that they lost. No, he's joining Dad's army. Oh, he joins the home front, not the home. Yeah, the home guard. The home guard. Maybe he's just just going on like maneuvers or something. I don't yeah. know. I've got a dream. I've got a dream. Yes, that's such a good song. I also like the opening song from Tangled in that, which I can't quite... Oh, When Will My Life Begin? Yeah, that's really good. She I gets really I mean, like... she gets a lot of stuff done in a day. M- Mother Knows Best is a great villain song. That's a good villain song. Yes, because I think Mother Gothel is one of the oh, best it's so villain, good. better villains in that she's the worst, one of the worst ones because she's like not... Because it's just emotional abuse. She's never abuse. Like, outright evil. She's just emotionally abusive. Uh, Hawaiian Roller Coaster Ride. I oh yes, that's supposed to be on my list. This was a tough list because there were some films where I could say every song from this film. Yeah. Rosie, quick quick question. Do you want to build a snowman? Come on, let's go and play. I never see you anymore. Come out the door, it's like you've gone away. We used to be best buddies, and now we're not. I wish you could tell me why. Do you want to build a snowman? I'd rather have to be a snowman. Go away, Anna. Okay, bye. Don't sing. Was I meant to just say don't sing? <laughs> you could say anything you liked, really. I... Do you want to build a snowman? All right, I'll break around the halls. So I really like Frozen Heart from the beginning. Yeah, from Frozen. the opening, yeah. yeah. For the first time in forever is great. I also really like Love is an Open Door. And to be honest, so I also like Reindeers are Better Than People or whatever it's called. Reindeers are better than people. 
I also I do really like all of Frozen Fever. Frozen Fever is basically one whole song. Yeah. A cold it's never kind of sort of a six-minute anyway. musical number. There are many Disney songs I actively dislike from the new ones. But that's that's my my top five. Um, should we quickly do some snacks from our holiday? Yes. Yes. My snack is our Paws Gourmand, which we got as part of our meal deal. So we got a, a, a hot drink and a cake every day. So I would like the Boisson Lacte Cacao Tea, which was kind of hot chocolate. Chocolate show. I don't think they could call it hot chocolate because it was really a hot chocolate milk drink. Weird. It wasn't, but it was really nice. And I got that with a sugary donut every day. My snack is not technically from Disneyland Paris. It is custard donuts because I recently discovered that co-ops are vegan. Okay, I'll give you that. That's fair. That's fair. So I've eaten quite a lot of them recently. Yum, yum, yum. That just about winds up our Disneyland special. Yay! Bit of a Kermit flail there. They are owned. Well, you know, they're a Disney property now. Um, They own Star Wars as well. This isn't a great... They also own Star Wars because that could have gone in a very different direction. I was thinking more of a a chewy... Ah! like. Yeah, that's good. Mine's not, mine's not very good, I don't think. <laughs> Spawn. That's pretty good. Two I mean, impressions. also, it gets blurgled down the, um, down the old headphones. So, so like, my two impressions are Julie Andrews as Mary Poppins and Chewbacca. <laughs> <laughs> they are quite similar. You can see this, how you see career. Well, we are going to be back with a normal episode later in the week. A lovely holiday. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep wearing my adorable... Lovely. Jumper. Lovely stuff. Nice, nice. I wore my aerial pin to work on. Oh, great. Last Saturday See, I don't want to put back. my stitch pin on this because it's sweatshirt material and I, you know, I think it would leave a visible hole. Fair. Fair. Bye, listeners. Goodbye, listeners. Goodbye, Rosie. Goodbye, Jessica. Bye. Do I still have to sleep in the cupboard? To find out more and to read show notes, find links and photos for this and past episodes, you can visit our website at rosieandjessica.co.uk. You can email us at say hello to rosieandjessica at gmail.com and follow us on Twitter at the Day of Fun Show. Rosie and Jessica t-shirts are now available. You can shop for all your Day of Fun needs at shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash ohmygreyhounds. And now you can become a monthly subscriber and support Rosie and Jessica's Day of Fun at our Patreon. Just visit patreon.com forward slash Rosie and Jessica. Thanks for listening.